All right. Hey, so this is a very special uh, Sunday bonus. Uh, Chuck and I wanted to talk about locations for a long time, and I'm excited. You know, we're close to a, a, a milestone on YouTube, and it's my birthday today. Well, if you're watching on Sunday. This is, this is a birthday present to you, Pete. Yes, it's, and it's a birthday gift to all of our fans, a little bonus, uh, you know, so it's exciting. Um, wow, Chuck, I mean, locations are so important, and I guess, you know, it always starts with what, a location manager and scout. How important are those things to trying to find the proper places? Well, you know, the, the location man in television, they are kind of one and the same thing because to to actually film anywhere, and I don't know if this has happened particularly for those who live in areas where there's a lot of filming, um, you, you have to get the permission not only of the place that you're filming, but the places around where you're filming mm. because you're going to impact the neighbors because... The, the choice where you make it in choosing a location, one of the most technical things that one has to consider is the most unglamorous, which is where do you park your trucks? And, right. and you need to do it. So you park the trucks in front of other people's houses. Yes. So you, you definitely go around with that. And you, um, you also always need to be prepared for contingencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say you take, you get a location, you're filming at, at, at a house that you've just done for the for the day. For instance, in the um, episode that we did where it, the college episode where we did where the chancellor had the guest from uh, the, the, the other country and yes. there was the Jan and all that. That house was in Hancock Park. And for whatever reason, we started filming and somebody started blowing an air horn. Oh, great. Yeah. And the reason they did that is because they wanted my location manager to walk over and say, how much do you want to stop blowing the effing uh, air <laughs> horn? And I believe that we, we paid one time. Yeah. Like $250. I believe, I don't think it was that show. I'm just picking that show at random. You gotcha. But it did happen one time to us. It happens all the time. Yeah. So it, you know, because you're, you're at a mercy. Although sometimes a director or production producer will say in a movie, Forget about it. We'll loop it. We're dubbing it. We're not going to give you the satisfaction. Fair enough. Right. Movies different from television in that regard. Yeah. And you and you guys do definitely take over the block. You know what I mean? It's not like a small crew. You know, even a small crew is very large. So uh, it's it's going right. to be it's going to impact wherever you are. You know, they'll have multiple. It's not that the small crew is very like, but they will have multiple trucks. Exactly. You a truck for makeup. You have a truck for wardrobe. You have a truck for uh, electrics, and and then you have a truck for camera. I'm sure the, the crew the just have a truck. their own little uh, trailers and whatnot, right? And then you have the star trailers. Yeah. And then you have a truck just to have a truck. So the, all the trucks are there. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, keep on trucking. As it, as it would be. Um, but, you know, the show's about Beverly Hills. How was Beverly Hills about, you know, being attached so to – those yeah. are but, so those who know the show, certainly, and those, my relationship with the show knows that I did not actively produce the pilot. <laughs> the pilot was presented to me. So my first thought in seeing the pilot was, why are they in Torrance High School? You know, when I think of my high school, I'm in Beverly Hills High School. Let's see if, why don't we film there? Maybe they weren't available in the pilot. Sure. And, um, and the same 
being true is, is I looked at the Walsh house and realized it was unsatisfactory for two reasons. One is the house was incredibly ugly mm-hmm. and was just available. And that's why they chose it. We could do much better. We could do one that was more user friendly, uh, even to the point of having the shared bathroom. Right. We could have so many scenes in the bath. That wasn't in the other house. And I knew that would be a good thing for twins. But the other thing, the real reason I didn't want to use that house is because the flatlands of Beverly Hills have sidewalks. The flatlands of the valley, the San Fernando Valley, where the, where this house was, do not have sidewalks. And I'm not usually a stickler for authenticity. I'm I'm ready to slide. Uh, I, I, you know, if I was, I wouldn't have had three different actors play Kelly's father if I was right. so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you do what you need to do, but I, I just couldn't go with that. Uh, being a native of Beverly Hills, it was, you know, something very distinct and, and separated. So that right. mattered to me a great deal. And when you started looking for a place that had sidewalks, hello, Altadine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but your question, the other question about Beverly Hills and, uh, it was about the high school, of course. And uh, what I didn't realize at the time was how angry the Beverly Hills Board of Education was at the Fox Broadcasting Color uh, Company, specifically to De- Barry Diller, who was running the, the outfit. Barry Diller was a proud alum of Beverly Hills High School, mm. uh, a few years older than me. He and Candy Spelling were there at the same time. I'm not interesting. And, yeah. and he, you know, so it always mattered to him. And he always thought Beverly Hills would be a good, he stayed in Los Angeles. He was a show business, you know, legend, even before he became into the internet. Um, and, and he, uh, you know, wanted to, to, to find ways to, to use that with the young network. And so he made a licensing deal with Beverly Hills high school mm. so that they would. And I don't know if the, I, I wasn't privy to any of that. What I do know is that when he put the class of Beverly Hills into, into development mm. with Aaron Spelling and Darren Starr, what he did was he canceled licensing agreement with the city of Beverly Hills. Oh, boy. And there was an immediate, once the show was ordered, once we were picked up, there was an immediate lawsuit. Yeah. And that's why in high school, you have every single episode make a differentiation between Beverly and West Beverly that we would say both of them and, and to make the distinguish that there was a one school and our school was different. Right. And I remember, so the kids at Beverly Hills High School, as you can imagine, were livid about this. Sure. And they, um, and they were really, and, and they, um, were especially angry because this was the year we were doing this, 1990. The city of Beverly Hills, the once vaulted school system of Beverly Hills, was really suffering and mm-hmm. had to lay off teachers and this. Their their tax base was shrinking, all sorts of issues. And they thought I was perpetuating a fantasy that here's this lavish high school that has no no problems like that. Right. And I and I remember finally at the end of the first season, I I go to them. They asked me to come in and, and be interviewed at a 
it was Beverly Hills High School, so they had their own television station in, <laughs> in, in campus. Right. And um, and they they asked me, and I basically said to them, you know, our school is not Beverly Hills High School. It's Palisades High School. It's I named every private school in LA, Brentwood, uh, Crossroads. This right, right. It's an amalgamation. And in all fairness, I said, you know, talking about teacher salaries is not the most commercial attraction when you're really doing primetime entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it 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 um it affected everything we did relative to Beverly Hills. And so I'd like to throw out something to um who's ever uh listening to this recorded. Um the first person who contacts Pete with the right answer to this question will win, will come on the show for, for five for, for exactly. a, a time. And this is what the question is. We did we in the high school years, we shot only twice in the city of Beverly Hills. And we shot at the same location. Tell me the location and tell me the two episodes that we shot. All right. So there you go. You can send that to me at Peter at Beverly Hills now to an show.com and someone will win a chance to pop on with us uh, coming soon. Yep. So that's pretty exciting, man. Yeah, it's a good one. I can't wait to find out what the answer is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to tune in on Thursday uh, and we'll, we'll let you know. Um, so Altadena became the, became Beverly Hills because of sidewalks essentially. Well, that was the one thing. And we knew when we started, we also didn't really have a place to call to be a studio. Mm-hmm. The Spelling Entertainment was on a studio lot. It was called Warner Hollywood. It, it was right there um, uh, on um, Santa Monica Boulevard and near La Brea. The old line, smaller studio. Um, and I very much remember the telephone call that I made to the head of the facilities who had just taken us, you know, my staff had been hired and here we were and we're in our offices and it's a Thursday and we get a note about, my, everybody goes about two o'clock that day. I stay in the office, of course, all the, I, all the writers leave, I stay in. And we get a note saying that there'll be no uh, reason to come into the office uh, on Friday because that's moving day. And they're all, everything that you have will be at your new office in the new spelling building. So I call the guy up and I say, so where are our offices going to be in the new spelling building? Pause, pause, pause. Let me call you back. And it was, the fact is right from the start, two weeks into starting the job, we were, we slipped through the cracks. Wow. I don't, we, we had no office. No office. Right. And so um, where we were ultimately housed mm. was in a very strange um, post-production facility where they edited Twin Peaks. Because if you remember in the pilot dance that it wasn't just spelling entertainment, there was this very other hip company called Propaganda. Yes. And then they, they supplied, um, they were involved with Twin Peaks. So they found us this little space way in the back. And I remember E. Duke Vincent coming to, to visit about a week into it and, and looked around and he knew this was not acceptable, not professional. And the spelling office at 5750, which fans will know is the establishing shot of Melrose Place, 
that was uh, became our 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 place from which to find all the other locations that we had to use. And the one in, once we locked down, once Spelling said, you know, we own some warehouses out in the valley. Oh, by the way, we, then that uh, nothing we have to clear them all out, and none of them are soundproofed. Um, but you you know you'll find your your house to be situated near then. And and Pete lives out. I think you still yeah, live out in yeah. Oh, you know that the lifeline of Pasadena and Altadena to get into places is there are a couple of freeways, and one of them is is called the 210. Yes, and it it kind of runs north of the city of Los Angeles and swoops down. So it wasn't that far uh, by how a crow flies. Got it. But in a practical sense of driving freeways and traffic, it was a whole day. You you went there. You had to stay there. There was nowhere else. You better have seven pages to shoot that day, or yeah. why bother? Um, and uh, I did some of the math before to try yeah. to do it. And the the uh, studio to the Walsh house was um, twenty seven miles. Okay, so yeah. that's um, studio uh, to the Walsh house. That's what? that's where that's where the in the middle heart of Van Nuys, Altadena. 27 miles. It wasn't the most. The most what wins is Torrance High School yeah. to the Walsh House. And so I had an aversion. I mean, it was an aversion to be at Torrance High School, but it was, especially for any of you guys who played high school sports, I played baseball for Beverly High and we played at Torrance High School. They were a team we played against. And so yeah. to go down there and, and have this be embraced as Beverly Hills. Yeah. Was, was was a little was a little strange, and and didn't know of course all the opportunities the the beauty of of filming at Torrance High School how much we could film outside, and one of the reasons that it really played into what we needed is that we didn't need to ever go inside where they were. I think we if once in a while maybe we went into their auditorium. I'm sure we did not in year one, but after that, oh we did. No, yeah. I take that yeah. back. We did of course for isn't it romantic. Right. But, yes. You know, mm -hmm. otherwise, I don't think we went inside any time because we started to build our sets and the sets that we built originally were the Walsh house, which, you know, yep. entrance, kitchen, the kids bedroom and the adjoining bathroom. Now, I do think most of you know about that location, that when you walk up the steps and go to the top of the stairway, the bedrooms aren't there. The bedrooms are separate. They're they're not built. They're not attached, and they have their own. So we had those two Walsh houses. We had the old Peach Pit, the one that was really uh, cramped and 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 developed to um, to dovetail with an establishing shot of uh, a great old L.A. diner kind of restaurant, the the Apple Pan. Yeah, peach pit apple pan. Couldn't get the rights to the apple pan, so I said, "Okay, we're going to call it the peach pit." But that was the format. So we built that small set, and then we built another small set, which was uh, Kelly Taylor's bedroom. Mm -hmm. you remember, she had the the silk uh, silks on it and yeah. the red uh, thing, and, and we yeah. had that pretty much early. It was a swing set, but it was built, and we could put it up or take it down anytime we wanted. And then the other was the school itself, and where the school was and where the Walsh house was were right next to each other. Neither was soundproofed in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So whenever you, you, so you couldn't do work 
on improving the set in stage two if you were no. shooting on stage one. So only one, only one in other words, time could you do? In other yeah. words, it was kind of like being Houdini. You know, they put you in a jacket and said, okay, here's this, here's this problem, here's this problem, now get out of it. <laughs> and uh, and we did, you know, but that but those were the first, you know, locations. Um, and and pretty much the irony of trying to find locations in Los Angeles are the places where the people who, who made their money in the film business or television business, where they lived, Malibu, Beverly Hills, uh, Santa Monica, actually, right. um, make it so difficult to come in and film there. Interesting. It is a, that term, that NIMBY, not in my backyard. Right. <laughs> yeah. Certainly Malibu was the, um, was the most uh, hypocritical because yeah. We were able to shoot, if you remember, uh, fans, in um, season four, we had two shots. We shot at a beach house, you know, before going back to, we didn't do summer episodes, but we wanted a little bit of the feel of summer. Right. And uh, this was, Brenda had gone to Minnesota and we were on a beach. Well, that beach house was notorious because the guy who lived there would rent to film companies. And it was the last house before the very exclusive gated Malibu colony mm. where celebrities from the Eagles uh, to uh, Pia Zadora to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to whoever, people with money, that's where they lived. That was the heart blood of, Ma of Malibu at the time. And they were not very happy that we were next door. Um, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was um, Beverly Hills and then Santa Monica. Now, Santa Monica is um, is an interesting city for a lot of reasons here in Los Angeles. With Santa Monica, which is where we filmed the Beverly Hills Beach Club. Right. OK. Yeah. And we would use the pier on occasion. If you remember the last episode in um, this first season when we went on the carousel. At, yes, where Gabrielle's on the carousel, and yes. you can have me that that moment. Well, that's a famous carousel on the Santa Monica Pier, and um, boy, was my producer Paul Wagner unhappy about that because <laughs> at that point when we were filming there, that was probably the epicenter of the gang problem of all of Los wow. or West Los Angeles, even yeah. more than Venice at that point. And they, they would come up there. And so, you know, hi, we're the film crew. We're, we have to come through. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, we had security and we did of course. that. But, but Santa Monica itself, you know, the thing about Los Angeles is um, it was always about real. The, 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 the politics was always about real estate and who could live there. Yeah. So Santa Monica and Bel Air, very rich neighborhood right next to Be Beverly Hills, were back in the day restricted. Mm -hmm. There were restricted covenants, no people of color, no Jews. Yeah. No, no. Mm -hmm. And so that, although we're talking many, many years later, there's still, at least in Santa Monica, at least in those years, was still a little arm's length to people who were, who were not taxpayers in the city of Santa Monica. Yeah. So when we get the mandate, to gay, hey, we're going to be doing summer episodes. And, and, and those of you who listen, go back to one of our early ones yeah, with Sandy Grushout yeah. when he said, we're going to do the, uh, the Beverly Hills Beach Club. Let's do that. Let's, you know, uh, about the, like the Flamingo Kid. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, you know, and 
that that was what he said. Now, one of the reasons that I jumped on it is because I knew that there was a beach club that had been closed down. Mm-hmm. Santa Monica had four beach clubs, the Bel Air Beach Club, the Ocean Beach Club, the Jonathan Club, and something called the Sand and Sea Club. Sand and Sea Club, oddly enough, was located right next door to a Tees Beach. And Tees Beach, every high school had a beach in the 60s. They went to their, you know, everyone had their own. And basically, the, it was each beach had their own concession stand. And Tees Beach, the name of the concession stand was Tees, and so hence called Tees Beach. And of course, the Beverly Hills Beach would be right next to a private club where you could, where a lot of the kids at the day of the beach, well, we can shower there and let's get better food over there. And they, yeah. they had that. Not, I, not My parents, we weren't members, but there were some. And it had a swimming pool and, and it was a rundown. It was actually... The once home of Marion Davies, who was uh, uh, William Randolph's first wife, okay, and girlfriend, first you know girlfriend, and then wife, and um, it was uh, so so they get closed down because there's a guy who wants to build a hotel there, mm. and they do something. They say your pipes aren't any good, the water system, it's going to cost all this money, and so. They they have to shut they have to shut it down and but what because it's municipal because it's on account of the beach the, the voters of Santa Monica have to vote for it yeah and they were not about to give no. a boutique hotel the go ahead uh, and voted it down and it was sitting there two weeks later three weeks later Sandy Grushow says do it at a beach club and I know there's one available. Wow. Interesting. So yeah. we, we had our, our first scout there and um, there was a, it, and, and it was a new regime. This is the second season. Mm-hmm. So there were some new member, new people. And uh, we had a new unit production manager named Jim Weatherall, who uh, was, was whose wife also had worked on the show. Jim was a little older, very good friends of, of Duke Vincent. And he was a crew cut and he, he was looked like a Marine. And, and, you know, to him, doing production was was going to war. Mm. You know, like, let's get it moving. Let's do it. And he was great. We, we got along great in the in the two years we, we got to work together. Um, and uh, this woman from Santa Monica is, is, is telling him all the restrictions that we have. Can't do this. Can't do this. Can't do this. Can't do this. In, in terms of revamping it and this. And we're on a tight schedule. Remember, the summer episodes came out of nowhere, sure, and we and, had to yeah. be ready to shoot. This was going to be shot on the first one if we're going to you know, establish it. And we had to buy all the different kinds of furniture and different props for it. Um, you had to make it look like the beach club. You had to make it exactly, look like it. Exactly. It was not alive. Yeah. And uh, I, we've told the story uh, here uh, when we were editing uh, Spring Dance that uh, both Darren Starr and I ended up in Hawaii at the same time because we knew we weren't going to get any vacation and had to be there. And we stayed at a a luxury hotel, the Four Seasons, a luxury hotel. They had the best beach chairs I'd ever sat in. Those are the beach chairs at the Beverly Hills Beach Club. Oh, wow. We bought them from Florida and they they got shipped. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But this lady, um, she was so terrible. She just was so negative. So you can't do this. You can't do this. 
But I leaned in to my unit production manager and whispered, Jim, please make sure I never have to hear her voice. <laughs> and then I went on my merry way to whatever administrative oh, stuff I had to do that day. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a tough location. Um, and wouldn't you know it, in the first year that we have it, that first summer, season two, mm. was probably the coldest summer I can remember in L.A. Oh, that, and it does look like that. There's some scenes where, like, when Brandon's trying to become uh, the lifeguard, right? He looks like he's... Oh, crazy. my God, that was a freezing morning. And, you know, because we, we get something here in Los Angeles called June Gloom. Yeah. And our show was debuting in early July. We're filming in May, you know, yeah. so it's... But it didn't even warm up that whole the rest of the summer. It just was, was cold times. So, in terms of uh, the Walsh house, Dylan's house. For those that don't know that are have never been to Altadena, Dylan's house is right down the block from the right. Walsh house. Was that convenience, or was somebody like, "Oh my God, I love that house"? How did that one? Oh no, no, total convenience. <laughs> in fact, convenience matters a lot. It, it, you know, the here are some locations that were very close to our facility in Van Nuys. Um, the Steve Sand, the Sanders house. Yeah. We filmed as a practical house. We went in there and other, we never, <clears throat> yes, we did. We once built his bedroom mm -hmm. um, in Chucky's back. That was a set. Yeah. But in the living rooms and things, we, we went to a house that was in Encino. That was just down the block. Same thing with um, the, the Taylor house. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Taylor's house. Those were right nearby. And any time, and I'm and I'm pretty sure, um, without telling you exactly where it is, that so was the fully the Martin household, because it was a, it was always a question of convenience. You got to make your days. If you don't make your days. You got to figure out how to reshoot it, or let it go. And I think that with us, we maybe had three to four episodes that we didn't make our days. Mm. Uh, and I'll reveal at least three of the three I know on hand. We didn't make our days on um, the uh, the real McCoy. We didn't make our day on Vegas, the Vegas show, and we didn't. We definitely didn't make our day on the dreams of Dylan McKay. And yeah. and when I when we talk about that one down the road, I'll talk about the eight hours I spent on the day before the road. And the same day as the Rolling Stone concert mm. to try to make heads or tails of what had a lot of material that wasn't shot. Yeah. But those are the only three. So we worked really hard to make our days and stuff. And one of them is, is that you don't, you're not burdened by having to move your trucks. You're not burdened right. by having to go to another, a far location. For instance, when we did the ashes to ashes, the, the, the house we used, Across the street, and and we'd go to that house every once in a while. I know that I saw it recently when we did um, one of the diva episodes, and and uh, they they meet at a pool and talk. That was that was across the street from the wash house, only because it we, um, needed. we needed it. We needed to make that. We needed to have an extra page to shoot. Yeah, and then the peach pit does develop and change, but the peach pit that I think we all know at the end is the one that's in Pasadena, I think, right? The exterior of it anyway. Yes, that was all Paul, you know, and that was really a gift. I mean, you know, with Paul Wagner coming to me and saying, we're going to make this better. Uh, we're going to, we're going to open this up because one of the things, and I, and I think I mentioned it at one point, because we had 
so little money, and it does affect everything in those first, certainly those first two seasons, that we would build sets that were very difficult to shoot in. Mm-hmm. If you think of a set, if anybody thinks of a four-wall set, you can pull one out and put the camera there, and you get a different angles in there. Well, I went along with the fact when the art director, the first art director we had, a wonderful, very talented woman named Michelle Minch, who came from propaganda world, mm-hmm. um, you know, that if you couldn't, like, for instance, in the Walsh kitchen, if you couldn't pull the the the, the, the walls out, then you had a shot going one way, you had a shot going the other way, and you had a shot going the other way. Well, so we didn't have enough money, but I I could rationalize it that I have just limited the director's choices. And by limiting the director's choices, he'll have he or she will have to move faster. Yeah. They won't have as many time to deliberate. Should I do this shot, should I do this shot? Right. And uh, the so there were all these things because it was very, very important to uh, make our day. And and probably one of the happiest days of my entire tenure there at 90210 was the first day of shooting where we were behind, we were behind, we were behind. And because the director shot it in a certain way he did, we made the day. And That's they brilliant. couldn't, the spelling company couldn't come back to me, to Vincent, come back or say to Aaron, see, you get a guy here who doesn't know what he's doing, and this is what's good. But we made it, and and we did a good job in, in making our days. When when you guys were write scripts, was there ever times when you were like, well, we can't go to the beach club and then shoot an exterior at the, you know, at the Walsh house because it's just so far. Like, were you do you ever think about things like that, or did you just write to write and that's and then we'll figure out the schedule at another time? Pretty much the latter. I mean, you know that if you're shooting at the beach club and the Walsh house, those aren't going to be at the same day. Yeah. But what you have to be prepared for is to change your location. To do the scene that you were going to have in the bedroom, it instead it's a walk and talk in the backyard. Yes. Or it's it's you you, you do something to, to make it work, and yeah. uh, and you usually do have to change a couple of scenes. And of course, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about double ups, now you got two ones that things have to get changed. More <laughs> locations were changed during double ups than any other time. Had I believe to, that. Yeah. You know. That must have been tough. Um, and then you, you know, you, the, the, uh, the everybody goes to college, and we've kind of talked about that a little bit. But you're looking for a college. Is Occident, Occidental College convenience as well, or uh, you had talked about Aaron having a whole other place where he wanted? Yeah, exactly. Well, Occidental College is in a in the very northeast part of Los Angeles County, in a town called Eagle Rock. And just down the road from Eagle Rock is Altadena. Yeah. They're not that far apart. No. Um, but I, oddly enough, once we started shooting at the university, if you was, we don't have that much, many exteriors at the Walsh House anymore. In fact, no. what, when people came to the Walsh House, what you got a lot was um, at the doorbell, at, at the doorway. Yeah. <clears throat> you didn't need the walk up, the ramp up. Only when, when Dylan drove into the driveway to, or, or Brandon did you really need that. Yeah, unless it was specific to that. Yeah, otherwise it was it was pretty much that. And we would shoot that right on the stage because we we built the outside to be able to do that. And that yeah. I don't think we had that at the first 
episode necessarily first, but it was one of the early sets that had to be built. Yeah, for sure. So, way around that one. And you had to recreate it almost to look like the Altadena house, which is oh, absolutely. It was, yeah, it was yeah. It completely. It was a. It, it was resemblant. Like getting back to your question about, about, college, about yeah. um, California University. So those who know the the story in nine or two and know that there was um, Mr. Spelling was resistant to getting the kids out of high school. It hadn't been done before. He was worried about it, and uh, he got finally got placated and was willing to do it, but was never really very happy about it. And one of the things that he wanted to do was put the university at, um, at, at a school in up the coast on the Pacific Coast Highway called Pepperdine. Pepperdine's gorgeous university, if you like that kind of thing. It's got a huge lawn that comes down to the, the, the uh, Pacific Coast Highway. It's got some buildings. The beach is, is near and that. beautiful, yeah. Oh, it's a, a fine place, but I was, California University was not going to be Malibu U. They were, they were, <laughs> yeah. It had to look like a state university college. And Occidental, a beautiful college, beautiful campus, big enough. I remember we, we took the tour of it. Um, they, the only place that they kind of said be careful we don't you know you have to get permission in advance to film and don't do it too often was their chapel so if you remember the episode which we just talked about recently and what and another bonus uh yeah Pete special yeah. with uh Joshua Beckett yeah um his memorial service was in that chapel on the campus oh interesting wow but yeah. everything else was you know was the wide thing we used the auditorium this and we, we, so this deal, we, we shot in the summers, you know, we shot in the fall. We made the deal when we made the deal. And we go back to shoot on campus and the students are furious. They had no input into this and they don't like our show at all. Mm. They don't like our show because, hey, you know why they don't like our show? Because we are, you know, the, the Caucasian Express as far as they're concerned. Right. It doesn't. Our, our cast is not going to reflect their, the demographics of the college as, as they saw it. And right. certainly politically, it was becoming a little more of a political school, I guess. Mm. And we didn't fit into that uh, primer. And um, so we had actually offered them to have students get intimately involved our production who's interested in wardrobe who's interested in fabric who's interested in that we have that who's interested in art who's interested in that we have a department you can come into that who's interested in all the different things who wants to be in the writer's room who's interested in the science the science of the the sound waves and all the different things yeah. that, that do and we would open it up to them and that was greeted with a thud they, they didn't see that as any value, but I saw it as a value. Definitely. We make some friends on the campus. Um, and the other, so what we decided to do was, uh, and, and what the, I believe the chancellor at the time who was replaced, I think he started in the fourth season and I think he left at the fifth or sixth. I mean, I don't think he, he didn't go all four years, but mm. he was there the two years that I, um, seasons four and five. And the one thing that we um, 
knew we kind of had to do was to present ourselves as something that the students would 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 like. And so in from Susan season four, we showed them the third episode, which was the first one that was going to be showing California their campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who I got to come with me to face the uh, the students was my buddy Ian Ziering. Nice. Who was just you know we were very close when we were making the show. He's, he's a terrific guy, still still in touch. And and someday I think he will come on our show. Just I think not so. Right I hope now. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so we go show up, and I remember the. Um, the, the scene where they do the establishing shots and the titles of the campus, the, the auditorium, which was pretty filled, almost looked like the um, the election of uh, oh, Josh Brandon, which was filmed in there. A lot of people in there, they start clapping. They're erupting. They're very happy. That's the only moment they were happy the whole time. <laughs> and I and I, we, we took a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of insults. A lot of... Uh, you know, and so so it never really was a great relationship. It was, you know, we 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 were able to shoot in the rant in the area right there. So the cake house and the uh, alpha house were right were right there. They were open to us, but the um, those locations. Mm. But um, and unfortunately, I can't. The one question I can't answer: Were they really fraternities and sororities? That. Um, I don't remember, and I don't think it was brought to my attention. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But they were like a block away from the, the, the college itself. Yeah. And the, uh, but we, so everything went fine the fourth year. We were able to do whatever we needed to do. The fifth year season, we did this episode, Hate is a Four-Letter Word, in which mm. we, we deal with the notion of some of the um, tensions that exists between the Jewish community and the African American community, having Gabrielle Carteris be that and this and having a speaker who, you know, might be anti-Semitic, might not be. I love that. Uh, Nonetheless, really one of my favorites too. I'm I'm (laughs) proud of that one from the fifth season. I know it was used in many um, uh, classrooms. So that was, made me feel good about it. But um, (laughs) we did have a moment where we had to put up swastikas. Oh boy. And the students uh we were not happy. No. They, you know, they were not happy with our set dressing. And I think we lost some time filming that day to do a powwow. I don't remember if it was exactly a sit-in, but I do remember there was uh I was I was kept abreast of the situation. What about things like the radio station that David was hosting a show on? Is that in is that shot at school or is that just a set that you guys uh created? Or it was mostly the I school. I believe that was the school. I believe we 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 got up to do that. The yeah. gym, of course. Right. The, the, so you were the, utilizing the space a bit, quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. We we had to because again, need to make your day. Right. And right. Uh, and and so we would we were doing that. And then you're picking a location for the girls and David to live in, like uh, the beach house, right? How did you pick that location? And um, were they? What was that like working with them? So the um, the compromise from not shooting at Pepperdine University was that the girls would live in a beach house. They wouldn't be dorm bound. They would have okay, their cool. own yeah. swinging apartment 
we had we had Andrea in the dorm in the beginning. Steve was in the uh, cake house. Yep. And uh, and of course David Silver goes with the girls. Right. So we had Brandon's living at home and Dylan's living at home and in Tip Valerie Valerie wasn't even there yet in the process. Right. Brenda's living at home. Well, come back from Minnesota and she's living at home. So it was the only one we really had to think about. They wanted to film at the beach. Why they chose the South Bay is beyond, they, you know, we, as I said to you, Malibu doesn't like you very much. Santa Monica's tough. Start going down the way. But you had Marina Del Rey. Yeah. You have Venice, where I live. Yeah. You have, you know, there were other communities. They went, they hopped the, they hopped the line, they hopped the, the, the channel, and we started going south. The one thing about Hermosa Beach, Hermosa Beach is right next, which is where that apartment was, is right next door to Manhattan Beach. Mm -hmm. These were school, these were also were communities that I played against as a athlete from Beverly Hills High School. And uh, and with Manhattan Beach and Hermosa Beach. Redondo Beach and the Palos Verdes Peninsula, which really comprises the basis of the beach communities of um, the South Bay. Torrance has a little sliver, and then Hawthorne is is the in Torrance are the inland places there. Hawthorne is where the Beach Boys grew up, but that's the South Bay. Um, there's no show business in the South Bay. There. None. none, 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 none. It, it started to happen because David Kelly built a studio down there or, or revamped a studio warehouses. And, and, and uh, there is a studio now in Manhattan beach, which is very convenient to the airport. It's a great place for a studio. It's just not where the studio moguls put their roots. Right. And it didn't have much show business in it at all. And nonetheless, we go down to Hermosa beach um, in a formal way. Uh, we had a, a very good location scout. We had a, a different location manager for the first two seasons, and he was good too. But this person was was really thorough and 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 very professional. And he we went to the city council, and I think we won four to one. Mm -hmm. We go down and we shoot on the the episode where they find it, right? Mm -hmm. And if you remember, there's the episode, you know, just just certain things like that that were were focused on. Um, and one of the neighbors, remember I told you, you got to get all the neighbors to sign, goes back to the city council and gets them to rescind it in, in two weeks, 10 days. So we've committed to it. <laughs> we're writing there. for it. Yep. Built a set on the, uh, uh, in Van Nuys to have the inside of it. Yeah. And really probably our most problematic set we built. And the reason that is that we're running out of space. Right. And we still only had three warehouses, not the fourth warehouse, which is where the Peach Pit After Dark was located. And that warehouse you often see, that's the brick building where people used to park, even before the After Dark would park and then, you know, it's go the, in. It's, and it's the Peach Pit parking lot, right? The Peach Pit's parking lot as well. Yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah. exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. And um but anyway, when we built the beach house, it was um, no space, and you could not film somebody standing at their front door 
and have the cameras and go both ways. You couldn't do it. You could shoot. If you were coming in the door, I could shoot you. Yeah. But I could never shoot the reverse of me answering the door. What was really uh, disappointing uh, to, to Paul Wagner and Gail Patterson and myself, um, we were approached by the California State Film Commission to say, we want to take them to court. We want to do this. We need to not have so many restrictions placed. It's very important. Let's do this. And the spelling company was all gung-ho, but they probably maybe would have had to pay for a lawyer themselves or something, and mm. so it went away, and we never proved the point. So it was, again, kind of a, you know, we're tough. We're tough guys. No, we're really not. We're lambs, you know, and yeah. it was um, it was disappointing because we should have made a point. It was very unfair what the city of Hermosa Beach did to a, a business that was paying for it. And by the way, we were limited for how much. I think we could only film there 12 times outside the house, maybe 12, 14 times. It was every other show. Yeah, uh, something we, we were not allowed to be there every day. So minimum. So what you mainly did was you used the the interior set when they were at the beach house for the most part. Yeah, the interior com set that you created com completely, completely. Yeah. Yeah. And we always intended to, but we just didn't have as much um, beach stuff. So even if you think about let's let's in the fourth season, there's the moment where you know Dylan tries to teach uh, you know Erica how to surf, and yeah. there's the scene where. Dylan and, and um, Peter walk down the uh, beach to talk about uh, pollution and, and, and right. different things. And Well, that's all filmed in Santa Monica. We basically mm. gave up on the beach. The only, I remember we went back there when at the start of season five, I think the episode ends with, a, you know, a down and out Dylan McKay on the beach looking at the uh his the point beach. of view shot of yeah. the um of the beach house what when ray put all the pumpkins on the on the uh on the the beach house that's the set, Our set. The, yeah Our mm -hmm. set. We, we we couldn't go near the building we weren't allowed to it's crazy right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a very very difficult one you know one of the things that i i failed to say right at the, on the top is that I'm a native of Los Angeles. Right. I went to Beverly Hills High School. So it was very important for me to film my town in the in, in the places that I could when yeah, I could. Cool. Yeah. So some of the fun places that we got to go was uh, Santa Anita Racetrack. Yes. Season two. We went to the old, where LA was founded, called Overo Street. And that's where when uh, Dylan McKay was in in the the episode to find out what happened to Jack uh and 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 goes down there and it it feels very um like a uh, like a mystery that <laughs> filmed in Overo Street yeah um it, when he finds out that the FBI that the real story it, it it's there um yeah. you know get an entry um we filmed of course at the Rose Bowl yeah we filmed at the planetarium uh, which is our, um, you know, which was interesting because that's where Rebel Without a Cause was filmed. Mm -hmm. And we had us dialogue passages with uh, uh, Dylan and Brenda 
in which Dylan explains that um, this is where it was filmed and it was, you know, this is, it's famous. Mm -hmm. And he makes the reference to, um, the, you know, the, 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 the famous, uh, oh God, now I have a senior moment. Uh, James Dean, yeah. James Dean on the scene. And Luke at that point in his life was really uh, antagonistic about critics who would say, he looks like James Dean. He looks like James Dean. Because in those years, that came up a lot. Did. Yeah. Kind of did. And um, we had to change that dialogue. Yeah. I acquiesced <laughs> to Mr. Perry on that one. Because he, he, had, he had made it pretty clear that, you know, he was not hap ever happy about those comparison um, but but i just was having them do a factual thing but but right. anyway we filmed up there and loved that um it also was really important to me to um when la we made the show when la was having all its warts you know if you think about it with the rodney king yeah. situation we had fires we had oj yeah had to, so i wanted to always try to go to places to say this is what it looks like so you, you did see Brandon driving the Mustang down uh, right past burned out buildings in the center city right. um, in, in season three. In season five, when uh, Dylan goes to get his first regression therapy, remember that that's um, you drive up Malibu and, and every other house has been burned. And the first conversation that he has with the therapist is how come your house didn't burn down? Yeah, that was a that was a really wildfire. Matt Malibu was very lucky not to really burn on that one. Yeah, I mean, come to the beach and cross the highway, and that it was it was it was a never see, lived here all my life. Never saw a fire like that one in the, the regions that are more the city and not an out more outlying area. Um, so you know that that mattered to me a great deal. And then what was really fun about locations, Pete, was when we would go out of town. Mm. We didn't get to do it too much. And I'm the biggest one, of course, I'm going to leave for my buddy, Larry Mullen, because the biggest location we ever did, of course, was, was Cabo San Lucas and uh, the Palmilla. And that was uh, the yeah. show where Dylan gets his money back. And that's when Larry will be yeah, uh, leaving us. Together. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the two that we did to go out of town, of course, at the end was Palm Springs weekend. Mm -hmm. And up in San Francisco, uh, when we... Uh, for, for when Brandon drives north to see Emily yeah, uh, in season four. We did that. They ride the cable car. We get a beautiful view of them up in uh, the hill looking down. You can see the whole bay. Um, yeah. And this week, and, um, this week we're going to talk about Paris. You guys did not go to Paris. And Paris. Yes. <laughs> no, we wanted to. We made the case to go to Paris. And 2020 hindsight, we were better off not going. Like they, they were right. Yeah. Because to go to Paris, to afford to do Paris, we would have just a shot, a shot, a shot, and a shot, match it, that's it. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of play. So we 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 recreated Paris in the back lot of Universal. We recreated a part of Paris, if you guys know the Tuileries, the park is the Huntington Library out in um, San Marino. Mm. And it was a really beautiful time of year to be there. And um and, and you know you you do with what you you, you got to do, um, and but you know the fun the like thing it. about a location is to remember is that they have to service your show, right? You know we didn't get an episode in Dodger Stadium because there was never a reason to be there, right? 
And I know that Larry particularly carried on that tradition in um, seasons uh, six and seven. You had the Queen Mary, yeah, <laughs> the Tournament House, yeah, other places that that you know try to show this is the city. But you know, after a while, and I think after you know, way after even after Larry and Jessica left, they they did you know go to Hawaii for a little bit, uh, you know, and, and some pretty basic places. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the, the um, aggressiveness of the show and the production changed uh, as time went on. Sure. You want to spend the money. Locations cost more money. They just Totally. Right. It's easier to just do it in on your set. On, on your the studio, yeah. 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 Um, there's also some beautiful like romantic spots, and I think that that comes across in LA where where uh, Brandon and uh, Emily go right the, the, that lookout makeout point that also Dylan takes her her to. And you know, I just noticed in one of the episodes that we were watching that it wasn't the makeout stuff, and we're going to be talking about that in September. Yeah. But that location, we would use it yeah. because it was a good place to um, have an open view, and it was accessible. Yes. Uh, it was not the exact same location, by the way, if you remember, but it was the same street, Mulholland Drive, yeah. um, where um, Dylan uh, drives his car, uh, his car off the, the road yes. and goes down the mountain. Yeah. Um, that is also, that was Laurel Canyon, and that also was Dan Adias. Mm. And of course, Dan will, you know, he's coming on, on this week. Thursday yeah. coming up from this one, and we're real yeah. excited because he directed some of the best ones and he did 20 of them for us including commencement we're not talking about commencement because it's its own thing we'll, we'll but, get <laughs> but yeah. with that we went up to the sign the hollywood sign when it was in when it was in pretty much disrepair for yeah. years and years and years and they had just fixed it and then we went up and did our thing up on the mountain and that one of course was written specifically to we're going up there you know yeah and, 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 and without the location we couldn't have done the bit definitely i mean and they were and you didn't have it that was okay that location was okay the, the hollywood sign yes because it really wasn't as traveled as much it wasn't now it's the really iconography uh it was there from the start but it really picked up once they uh fixed the sign yeah. and after uh beverly hills did its best numbers uh in the in the uh the commencement episode and ended the <laughs> season maybe there was more interest because of that I'll probably know. well you forget that it definitely you know definitely affected pop culture and uh things of that nature i know people still go around and and check out all the houses and whatnot which they're welcome yeah. to do i guess well, right of course and of course we filmed at the universities that weren't occidental we filmed that sc the homecoming episode where they yeah. steal the uh the, the mascot and the uh we filmed at ucla even um, there was an episode early on. In fact, it was Paul Wagner's first episode, Jeffrey White's last episode, and it was called um, uh, The 17-Year Itch and uh, had a twin study, and that was right at UCLA's campus as well. Um, mm. So we, we we had to go out and use the city, and, uh, you know, so many shows in Los Angeles, you know, because they're cop shows, they show, you know, other parts of town or, or you know, drive into luxury you know, houses and things. We wanted to show what the city looked like. And I, I do remember, and, and uh, I'll, I'll leave uh, this, we're talking about this, that, um, about shooting second unit. 
about shooting the establishing shots and the running shot and the stuff. And right in the first, uh, before we went into production, uh, I supervised the first shot because I was a documentary filmmaker like you, Pete. Yeah. So I love that. And I yeah. wanted to make it look real. And, um, and and new places. So we filmed on the top of the, uh, got establishing shots on the top of the roof of the Belle Arche Hotel. Yeah. He, if you notice, in, sometimes with, in the Beverly Hills montages, you'll see people walking in a park, coming mm-hmm. in, a, in a walkway. I'm in that shot. That you'll, You can find me. Not as clear as when I'm in the limo. With right, I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, in a, I'm in one of, I'm in two other shots, as, uh, episodes as well, but but that one, uh, you know, in that particularly shot, and we drove and we went down Melrose and shot some places. We had the things we shot. And uh, and I remember we ended up back doing something at the Bellage Hotel. And we were dropping things off there. And it was the day that they were doing the premiere of Evening Shade, which was a television CBS TV show with Burt Reynolds. And it was MTM. And everybody's in very dressed up and it's very Hollywood and they're with this ragged crew and I'm the executive producer and I'm as ragged as any of them and thinking, boy, that show business, we're something else. Right. I don't quite know what we are, but, uh, you know, and, um, lastly, man, I know you got to do a tour of some of this, uh, Brian Austin, Brian green, you know, they did a tour, what, a, a oh, year? Yeah. you know, uh, Larry and I, Larry and I, we went to the locations with, uh, Super fans who came out for the uh, the Nano Two and O festival that Brian Green and uh, and our buddy Darren Martin put on. Yeah, what was that like for you? Was that was it fun to revisit those locations without all the stress of shooting something? Did it bring back some memories? It was fun, only in the sense that it was fun to to meet a real cross section of of major fans. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, uh, I just got an email yesterday from Louise from London, who was a friend. And we had, you know, a correspondent people from Vancouver and Atlanta and Japan and all over the map came to to be with us in that air conditioned van. And that was a, that was uh, the highlight, I think. Yeah. Well, this is great, man. I think this is a fun one, you know, for a bonus episode for fans. Um, I don't know if there's more locations that we can cover. I think we kind of rock. Happy it. birthday. Thank you. Yeah. So as a birthday gift uh, to happy birthday <laughs> to the fans, uh, this is our locations episode. Chuck, man, thanks for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Fun to be with you. See you on uh, next time, Wednesday. It sounds good. All right, man. Bye, brother.